This week, good game, bad game, side quests, favorite video game cover art, what game would you want remade, first person versus third person, what games would do better if their perspectives were switched, and the death of our beloved E3. Also, ahead of the episode, I'd like to apologize for my audio quality. Turns out, my microphone was turned around the entire time. Stuff happens. Technical difficulties occur, so it's all good. But without further ado, press that power button. It's time to pixelate. back to pixelate you slimy slimy bastards whoa what they're slimy is, is, is that is that kosher can, can we say that in the first 10 seconds adam what's wrong with slimy yeah what's wrong with bastards bastards is what i was referring slimy to is not a curse word but also chris the nerve of you because you curse in the first 30 seconds of every show i don't um, i haven't yet yeah because he, adam he, has he, done he, all the talking and he's also rebranded. I'm himself. talking right now. Oh, he rebranded himself as a wholesome, <laughs> a wholesome man. He found, he found Jesus. But would they be slimy or would they be greasy? It'd be welcome, sticky. Welcome, sticky. Yeah. Welcome yeah. back to Pixelate, you <laughs> slimy, greasy, sticky bastards. There we go. Welcome to the 10th episode. No. Fuck. Nine? Welcome to the nine. Oh, nine. A little ahead of yourself there, bud. Well, let's go, Mr. C.B. Welcome back to Pixelate, you slimy, greasy, sticky bastards. This is the ninth episode of your favorite video game podcast. My name is Adam, and I'm joined here today by Jamal, Chris, Wope, and Micah. My nephew. I feel like you're staring into our souls right now. R- right. Like, you know, like this, is anyone else feeling this or is it just me? <laughs> no. Just like, I'll go to comment on that. I'm talking to the I'm talking Mighty to the viewers. Close. Mighty close. The Adam. listeners can't see me. We can. You're trying to suggest right. our audience. <laughs> <laughs> we have we have a fun episode today. Uh tail ended by some some sad news. Uh but we're just going to jump right into it. So to start things off, as usual, get going with good game, bad game. Good game, bad game. Good game of the week. I played Spider Heck. I played Spider Heck on Game Pass, and it's like a stick man. Um, how do I put this? It's like one of those mobile games where like you just use your finger to move your whole character and they use like they like pick up weapons and fight another person that's also using just their finger. Uh, it's like that on console. It's got to be like 99 cents. And me and Adam played it while we were super tired and we just played this stupid ass spider heck game that just it's like smash but for idiots. It's so dumb. But it's really funny and fun. And uh, I had a lot of time. I had a good time playing that, man. It was a lot of fun. We played at like 4 a.m. We were so yeah, tired. Yeah, it was pretty late. It was pretty late. But it was a last minute game. And uh, I don't necessarily recommend it. But maybe we'll do a gameplay 
of it and post it. That'd be pretty funny. We need to stream Mario Kart. Again? Jamal just wants to stream a game that he knows he's going to win. I changed my mind. My well, bad game watching y'all good. stream. Wolfie, act like you're not good, too. Like you you're right. You. You're right. You're right. My bad game was watching y'all stream Mario Kart and <laughs> not turn the fucking volume down. <laughs> Listen, it was a rough night. Adam wasn't sure how to set up the stream. And then I set up and then I didn't think about the volume thing. I was looking at the chat, but I didn't have the volume on like the Twitch thing while I was looking at it. So just like, oh, okay. Until like halfway through like strikers. It was a rough damn night. (laughs) It was a rough night. We could have easily turned it down in Streamlabs, but not not even thinking about it. So not at all. Maybe next time we'll get back into it. Next time. Good game. I played Monster Hunter with Chris um like some days ago. And it was fun. I tried to do some anomaly investigations to get some better gear and had some good time. It was we were rusty, but not as rusty as I thought we were gonna be. We fought one of the more most recent um additions. Well, a returning monster from Monster Hunter Iceborne, Volcana. That shit was and, great. Yeah fun fight i never actually fought it in ice i never actually fought it when it was originally on the console so finding it now it's a great time bad game of the week well we're going to talk about this at some point so i'm going to save it for because that's the only thing i can really think about all right fellas so my good game my good game of the week is going to be Jack 2, the PS2 classic from back in the day. God, is that game still so magical, so good. One of the best uh, and first open world games that I played. I'm playing the PS4 remaster of it, and boy, it's 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 a great, great fucking time. Uh, and I'm just jumping in here and there, trying to get some trophies. I think I want to go for the platinum, but I'm not sure yet. So uh, I'm definitely enjoying that. My bad game this week, Hogwarts Legacy. Overstaying, it's overstaying, it's fucking welcome. I have 70% of the game. Yes, sir, fuck that game. I have 70% of the game done, and I'm 43 hours in. I should be done. Fuck. Can I I finish, please? Can I move on to something else? Can I go play Breath of the Wild like I want to? How the fuck are you 70% already? I, I want to get it done. How? Because I have I heard, forty fucking three hours in it. That's how I have thirty nine, and I'm at like twenty seven percent. Well, Chris is also B. My boy Aldo also that, has that the same Chris issue. Chris is a completionist. Yeah, like that's what I need to. My friend Aldo also has the same issue. It's taking way too long. I'm like, bro. I've, I've been uh, scaling it out. Michael, what'd you say about your friend? He said the same thing. He was like, bro, I like Harry Potter, but fuck that game. It is way too long. He was like. <laughs> I cannot be like I cannot force myself to finish it. He's like I have it installed, but I just don't want to go back to it. No, I, that's my problem too. I want to free up some fucking space too. So I'm like, all right, it's time. It's like Let can me. shit or get off the pot. Give me the climax, please. I was there day one hating. Day one, <laughs> mind you, he's not saying that the game is bad. It's just that it's long. Yes, I mean, we're not talking Valhalla long. It's just it's a lot of no, shit. It's not it's not Valhalla long, but like I said, it's definitely. Uh, like I said, overstaying is welcome. Chris, and... Is there anything Valhalla level? No, no, no game is long is as long as fucking Assassin's <laughs> Creed Valhalla. Chris, I will suggest that game took my life. Assassin's Creed villain saga. Chris, I will, I will suggest once you are finally done with that game, if you want to play a game 
or a couple games that are long or feel long, but aren't really, but you also don't want to end. God of War Ragnarok. And you need to play Breath of the Wild. And yeah, that well, that too. And my good game of the week, Resident Evil 4 Remake. I finally beat it last night at about 1.30 in the morning. Um, I haven't felt... No, I never beat the original game. I only beat the remake. The what? Game, you what? The, the original game I actually played. I played a lot of, but I got to... Uh, I think I mentioned, mentioned it on the show. I got the part where there's like mine carts and you have to like kill guys that are jumping on your mine cart and stuff. And it was a bit of a mess in the original, but it wasn't bad. It was just like, all right, I, I think I've had my fill. But I had I had to beat this game. And boy, oh boy, am I glad I did. Uh, if you want to watch that playthrough, uh, that is on our YouTube channel, uh, Pixel 8. We have a Pixel Play series, which is basically our Let's Play series. Right now, it's it's mostly just me playing uh, either Woe Long with Micah or paying, playing Resident Evil 4 Remake. And that that game is absolutely unbelievable. The amount of stuff that they not only fixed and adjusted in the game, there are some things that they took out of the game and some people are like, oh, I kind of wish they put it in, but I'm glad like how it came out. It's they a, took out the panty shots. They took out uh, Salazar's robot. Uh, they took out the panty shots. They took out incendiary grenades. Um, they took Ashley's out upskirt. A couple of the things. Well, Ashley's underage, so it makes sense. Um, he's not underage. Yeah, she is. He's like, Lax Masaroshi. Dang. Yeah, she's, no, like, she's the she's the president. She's like twenty. No. You can look at it. You can look it up. No, I'm pretty sure she's, she's like she's old in that game. Pretty sure she's. I'm like, like, Adam refuses to look things oh. up. He didn't know what's his face. Bro, she's name. not. She's not. You didn't know Lilian's middle name, so I don't want to. I've don't... never played a Resident Evil. Yeah. Game, so okay. So. Anyways, uh, so yeah, that was my good game. My bad game is uh, getting some sort of like eye infection. I don't know what it is, but my eye won't stop tearing up. Right now, it's kind of dry, but for the past like five or six days it's just been like as if i'm crying but i'm not and i'm not allergic to anything uh and should probably go to the doctor yeah gamer puss just gonna ew (laughs) i'm just gonna keep on wiping it and keep washing my face and hopefully it goes away so that's my good game and And if it doesn't Go to the fucking doctor. If it doesn't. Please. He needs to rub some dirt on it. Nah, that Baltimore air finally starting to get to you. Well, it's not pink eye though, because I don't like. I'm not. There's no pink in my eye or anything. I just. I've been tearing up, and while I wiped it earlier with like a tissue, you know, some gunk came out as if like I would had been sleeping for a long time or something. I don't know what it is. Are you sure it's nobody like farted in your pillow? Nobody farted in my pillow. You say purple goop? It's just purple goop coming out of every hole from Adam. He's oozing. That's what I <laughs> All do, of the baby. orifices. That's what I do. All right, now we'll pay a good game, bad game. All right, so for a good game, I did download the game that I mentioned last week, um, Cart Rider, which is a free-to-play. Same, same. I forgot yeah. I played that. Chris it's, a, it's, a cute little, it's a cute little, um, it's a cute little free-to-play cart racer. Um, I would recommend that you guys, you know, get on it just for, it's, it's like one of those things you can just play like a, 
five, 10 minutes, 15 max and, you know, step away. Um, it's on mobile too. Yeah, but I'm definitely not playing it there. You um, said it's better than Hello Kitty? Yes, Hell 100%. Yeah. It's not as good as Peppa Pig though. Um, it, it's, it's, a, it's, it's nice. It's, it's fun. Um, I can see myself maybe jumping back into it. My bad game is I, so because of the Breath of the Wild uh, preview that we got, I kind of got like an itch to play a game that was Breath of the Wild-esque. And I tried to jump back into Immortals Phoenix Rising. Where you say get an impact? No, no, I never <laughs> played that game. Um, I tried to jump back into it. And as much as I've enjoyed like the combat and the lore and the voice acting, the puzzles are starting to get a little grating to me. And Micah, I, at first, because you were the only person who brought this up, it is a very puzzle heavy game. And like, to the point where it's not like, it's almost not fun. Like I run into another puzzle. I'm like, fuck, man, I don't want to do this. Like, I don't want to look for another piece to put in this piece and you know, like, I just want to fight. I just want to, you know. We'll see. Are the puzzles, quests. like, unique? Like, are they, like, simple and, like, you know, repetitive? Or is it, like, complicated and Keep repetitive? it short. You know how, like, in Breath of the Wild, a lot of puzzles have a lot of diversity. Like, you walk into a, a dungeon or the shrines, and the puzzle will have, like, motion controls. Or it'll be, like, you got to put this amount of this object in the ceiling or something like that. Mm-hmm. The most Phoenix Rising is like you walk up and there's like six squares on the ground, and then you're like uh, playing Simon Says. Basically, it's fucking. Uh, it's, 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 it sounds like yeah. Sonic it's not. It's not like you're the shrines in Breath of the Wild are beautiful and super like interactive. Every time you walk into one, it's like walking into a different part of the game. And most Phoenix Rising puzzles are just like out in the open. They're just sitting there. They're always there's so many of them. And a lot of them are necessary. Uh, yeah, they're it's like it's boring. like you can't, you can't go game. without it. Um, and they do have like the shrine kind of thing too to collect. Um, uh, I forget what you collect, but I think it's something that you can use to increase your stats. I think it's like a Zeus lightning bolt or something, and you can go to this hub and you can level up some aspect of your character. And it's cool. Like the the progression stages are fun but it's like i'm starting to get burnt out from the puzzles and it's like i don't want to do this anymore um but the game it's is the most fun. ubisoft it's ubisoft as fuck yeah. and it's like a solid seven and a half out of ten like the game, game is not bad the <laughs> game is not bad and i appreciate what it is but i would take breath of the wild over it in a heartbeat that's all i got okay cool now, we're going to move on to side quests. side quests. So this week's question was, what's your favorite video game cover art of all time? Uh, we got some good responses. So the first one uh, was Dead Rising 1 and 3. Uh, for some reason, 2 wasn't included in the answer. Um, Dead Rising 1, I can kind of picture in my head. Uh, 3, not so much. From what I from what I can remember, those are some pretty good ones as well. I can visualize all of them. Dead Rising oh, 1 definitely has the best. I remember this, yeah. The guy holding the fucking, um, what is this, a TV? He's holding a TV yeah. <laughs> above his head. And, yeah, like, bro, that's what they use as weapons. Yeah. Did you use anything, right? Shout out Frank West. 
Uh, GTA Five. That's the next answer. Mm, there's better GTA cover. I art. think so as well. I think GTA I think Three. Three. GTA Three cover art is yeah. fire. GTA Three is dope. Is that the one where like everything's kind of like it's like, like it's in yeah. it's tinted, but like like everything is in the color. Yeah. yeah. GTA Five like plays too much into the California like theme. I think with the cover art, like it tries to be too beachy a little bit. GTA, I, no, you're thinking Vice City probably. GTA Three was like New York, I think, right? That was no, he was talking. No, he no, said I'm talking five, about five. Oh, it's too beachy. oh, oh. GTA Three is in by uh, Liberty City, and that one's fire. Yeah, yeah. GTA Three's cover art, I think, was the best out of that series. Uh, GTA San Andreas lo- is really dope too. I love Chinatown Wars's cover art. It's so oh, fucking it's crisp. Fire. It's so crisp. Yeah, yeah. That one's clean too. I forgot. I don't know what that one looks like. Next response, Payday 2. Mm. The clowns? Or yeah. the clown masks? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I like that one. one of the best, but for the for the game, it's cool. I feel like that game could have had something cooler, though. Like, there's a lot of crazy shit that happens in that game. I've actually I like never the concept played, of Payday. I've never played a Payday. I'm looking at it right now because oh. it's on Game Pass. Um, it's like Cops and Robbers, right? No, this is a good cover. Bro, we this one's should tough, play actually. Payday. That shit is awesome. There's a lot Isn't of Payday 3 coming play. out or something like that? Yeah, Isn't eventually. Payday the same as, like, basically the same as Battlefield Hardline? No, no. not even close. No, okay. no. It's like GTA Heist on steroids. Yeah, They're okay. way better and way more multiplayer oriented. Battlefield Hardline was dog shit, by the way. Well, I'm talking about like the concept, not the execution no it's not even close not even the uh, same thing at all except no fuck right. you jamal the right. they're not pvp right. games all right it's not pvp it's not even like that at all next response lego star wars i agree yes oh the first wait which one lego star oh, okay. wars so, i assume the complete the saga game. are we talking are we talking uh, skywalker yeah. no i the complete assume, saga i assume the first game on playstation 2 yeah, well, they're all the complete really saga. No, PlayStation like one, like episode one to three. Uh, yes, yes, that one was fire, dude. Like, you I remember how much that. time I we love put into that, that game. game? I spent so much time on that game. It was oh, so, great. so good. Are you sure? That's I think it's I think it's like Chris's house. No, that's not the complete saga. That's complete saga is one through six. I can hear yeah, Lego Star Wars the video yeah. game. Yeah, I remember I have, that. I have I have one and two. I yeah, them, I don't remember where it's at. Yes. I, I think I have fonder memories of that game than I do its cover art. The cover art's it it's nostalgic for sure, but it's not the best Lego Star Wars cover art by far. That's fair. I think yeah, it might it might be nostalgic glasses that are covering it up a little bit, but I, sure. I remember it being it. Because have you seen dope. the Skywalker Saga cover art? Beautiful. So Michael yes. basically saying, it's crazy. "F your favorite." One. Right, it's fuck not the best. Fuck, fuck whatever <laughs> yeah. you feel about it. If they mean just the first one, if they mean just the first one, yeah, it's not that one. If we're being like fully real about it. All right, so the next response is Ghost of uh, uh, Tsushima. Okay. Ooh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Let me just tell Let's you right see, now. The director's cut or the first one or the vanilla one? It doesn't matter, bro. They're both fire. Yes, they and are. He's probably both meaning fire. the vanilla. And that. Cover art so far, I put it 
when I don't have a PS4, but when I was playing it, I put it as the PS4 homepage and it's Same. animated with the cover Same, art. Same, man. Mm-hmm. Top 10 games of my life, bro. Seriously. Beautiful. It was so Everything good. about that game was beautiful. That might that might be that might be the next game that I solo stream on the on the Oh, you you're wild and for not having played it already. Boy. I still haven't touched it. Oh. You're Adam. wild. Immediately yeah, you're go crazy. download it on the PS4. It's already downloaded. Then right, play it. Okay. Yes. Yes. Playing Resident play Evil. it now. I played God of War Ragnarok. I played 2018 God of War Ragnarok. Clears that game by far. Resident no, Evil watching 4. Jamal play that game, that, that shit is beautiful. Yes. No, I know. I'm going to play it, okay? Every time I tell you guys that I have to play a game, you're like, well, you should have played it already. Well, there's a ton <laughs> yeah. of fucking games that come out. Listen, it's the same as existed. Chris not playing Breath of the Wild. With a yeah, I was going to say, Chris, you're not allowed dilly to, dilly. To, to say anything about <laughs> anybody not playing games. <laughs> no, well, Michael, to your point, you said I do the same thing. No, I don't. I say if this or when you have a chance, you got to play this. I don't say no, no, no. Oh, what this game? This game wipes all the games that you like. I don't care. <laughs> That's a new quote. This game wipes. Game wipes. All right. Next response. Everyone here is going to agree. Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. Very, very good cover art. It kind of it, it encapsulates the whole like vibe of the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I think I have to agree, yeah, because it's my but it's, favorite. But it, it doesn't overdo it, you know what I mean? Like I think that the God of War game is not the best. The Zelda cover art, though. I'm I'm just being. No. I, I, mm. I could agree. It's with not that. the best, but it's a very good one. It's a very good it's one. Not the Twilight Princess is really Zelda good. Cover art. Just, Skyward Sword, yeah, Twilight Skyward Sword cover tough. art. No, I don't like Sword. Oh, Phantom Sword. Hourglass. Yes. Skyward yeah, Sword's cover art. Wind Waker game itself isn't amazing, but it's Cover Wind Waker is a Wind Waker is a classic. Yeah, but that's out of the good. that's out of the question. And then uh, Link's Awakening. More, oh, Majora's Beautiful. Mask. All of all well, of Legend of Zelda. Yeah, Majora. Yeah, whoever designs those, they I don't think they've really missed. To be honest, they're they're a game. A different person every time. <laughs> they're they're definitely games that encapsulate Probably. the entire like theme of the game, and all of pretty much all of those covers uh, do just that. Um, For sure. All right, so the last response that we got, which is from our very own Jamal, got your whole Wait, give government. A dang. Whole yeah, government. I gave my whole government, dog. Uh, Kingdom Hearts two. Oh, uh, I knew somebody was gonna say this, and if yeah. it wasn't gonna be y'all, it was gonna be me. That cover <laughs> is fucking gorgeous, dog. I was there at that cover as a kid, like several times. Like, yo, this cover is so clean. Yeah. Before I played that game as a kid, I. <laughs> I always thought that cover was so cool. I was it's like, fire. Yes. Disney characters on the so front looking perfect. like this with a drip on? Like, if with I had never, drip. if I knew nothing about that game, I would buy it just off the cover alone. Right. I'm like, sure. yo. It's so dramatic. Dude, that's how I got it. No it's dramatic too. as fuck. Yes. For no. That's how and I got the thing is, I mean, if they have 3, a reason, but. Kingdom Hearts 3 has this same type of cover, but there's like too many people on it. And it's just like, eh, yeah, it doesn't have like the same feel. It's not two? as minimalist, too. Yes. It's like, yeah, two is like, and there's, one, there's a like, thing about is good. There's a thing about minimalist covers that I, I hope no one suggested this, but Skyrim's front cover, I it does justice that. to that game, bro. It, like, it doesn't need to have like a, a crazy open world in the background. It's just the symbol. It looks like a book of the dragon, and you're like, I need to play this game, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's game there's covers like that that just work. 
an honorable mention i will say i just thought about when you said sky uh skyrim is um dragon age dragon age inquisition yep yes yeah. yep. yes, yes. Dragon age clean, is really good. Uh, really good. i i know what no one suggested this no one said tenkaichi cover art dark souls thinking about cover art. when he has the sword i don't know if you guys have ever seen dark souls it's like yes. a yellowish cover art, but when he has the sword in the bonfire and he's bowing down at it that's really good i'd have to look at it but that sounds good. Right. One more honorable mention: it? Red yeah. Dead Redemption Two. That's a good one. With Arthur's face on it. With yeah, and Arthur's like the, the face and the, and the, shadows, and the yeah. silhouettes and the fuck. Yes, all of that. The, I like the it. Gun that one, I love that joint. I love it. I think that one captures like the Western movie feel yes. like really well. I have uh, I have two two ones that I wanted to mention. Uh, one is Shadow of the Colossus. Yeah, with the colossus in the background because it's just it's the first colossus and that's like the perfect introduction to what that game is and it's just in the background um and then another one uh is i guess we can kind of we can just do the whole series but the ultimate alliance games all had really good cover art the mo- the one i remember the ultimate most alliance. is three it's i don't two was way two. better though yeah, old, I, know, old, yeah. I don't remember two, but I know it was better. I, okay, I just remember three because that was the last one I played, but I did like two's cover art. You know what game is hard as fuck to find and it's super off topic, but it also has a beautiful uh, cover art. Marvel versus Capcom 2. Mm-hmm. Yo, I have that game. Do you really? Do you and have it's it? Cover. Like, no? I have it on <laughs> Xbox, yeah. What's your opinion on Pokemon XD Gale of Darkness? The one with like the Shadow Lugia on the cover. I don't like Hell it. Hell yeah. I love it. I don't it. like it. I don't like it. I, I thought Coliseum had a better cover. I remember that Coliseum. like exactly too. Yeah, I remember it vividly, but I don't love it. Okay. All right. That was side quests. I have a question for everyone. If there was one game that you could have remade and it come out tomorrow, what would it be? And SSX tricky. A- additional question. What's one feature that you'd add to it to make it even better? Let me let me just run this up. SSX Tricky, a remake, but if it plays more like SSX3. That to me is the perfect game. And I know I already talked about this before, but SSX Tricky has the most personality. It's the most colorful, it has the best voice acting, and has the best attitude. I think it's and people will argue this, it's the best snowboarding game of all time. They'll they'll either say tricky or they'll say three, but either way, it's in the series. You remake tricky with all of the original characters, maybe add some later characters, bring back that all-star voice cast, Lucy Liu. Um, damn, I can't think of anybody else, but <laughs> it was, I, I don't know. I don't know. It, it would be amazing. So the number one game that I want remade, probably, so here's an honorable mention. I know we're not all going to do honorable mentions. If you guys have one, then that's good enough. But just after playing Resident Evil 4 Remake, I hope that in due time they do get the Resident Evil 5 because that game wasn't amazing. It was solid, but there are parts that they could definitely <laughs> they could definitely redo. Uh, hence, Chris Redfield punching a boulder inside of a volcano. Um, but that's very that's very much recency bias. Now, with my all time, uh, I probably would go Final Fantasy IX. That game. Ooh. Oh 
my God. Every time I get reminded of the story and just the art style. And again, such a great game. Growing up, I never wanted to play it because it was different from Final Fantasy VII. Final Fantasy VII introduced me to Final Fantasy. And then I, the next game I played. God, Final, it's so different. <laughs> it's so different. But like, it, it was a callback to the old games. And that's why a lot of people loved it. And then when I finally went back and played it, I played through it twice. Played through it on PlayStation 2 during quarantine because I bought the game. And then I played through it again uh, later in quarantine or maybe like towards the tail end of it uh, on Xbox when they had the remaster out. And if they remade that game, I that would be the greatest Final Fantasy game of all time easily. Oh my god, it's so fucking good. I Question. love it. Question, would you want them to remake it the same way they remade 7 and like change the battle system to more of a action yeah. adventure? Oh, okay. But I don't want it, I don't want them to drag it out the way that 7 is being dragged out. I want it to be like uh, you know, updated like graphics. I want it to be if it's if it's going to be in parts, I want it in two halves. I don't want it in goddamn eight parts like they're doing 7. And will this ever happen? Probably not. They're probably going to do like another remaster for 9, but if it were able to be remade, I want it to be remade with passion. I want it to be remade. Don't remake the fucking story. Just just remake the game. Updated mechanics, updated gameplay, updated combat, uh, updated graphics, obviously, and just leave it to what it is. It can be what it is just for a more modern audience, and that's okay. But that's, that's probably mine. Um, I have the same things to say but the original god of war trilogy one two and three and if you want to add ascension and the other one in there as well i think that Change if they remade though yeah chains of the most if you remade all of those and you just put them out and like gave us the the updated graphics gave us the the same mechanics that are in god of war three for the most part already and the new god of war god it'd be it'd be over it'd be fucking over like that game that game would sell gangbusters and i would play lots and lots of hours of god of war more than i already have easy so the game i will want remade the most is assassin's creed one now good choice good choice a feature i'm not 100 percent sure i would like to do without overdoing it like how it probably is like as some kind of like rpg element but only added to like weapons or like ways that you can actually assassinate people like i don't need like whole new skills like outside of altair's like moveset just keep it like simplistic sim- uh simple to like actually what the game is would aren't you, they would... doing that jamal no they're Wait. not remaking one hold on they... hold on hold yeah, on i, I remember michael saying michael said this months ago no they uh they might have it in the works like for set for a, a long time from now but uh all that stuff was basically just amounted to mirage and uh oh, the, whatever the man. japanese one is yeah uh if if they were to remake assassin's creed one would you want them to add the loot system or would you want them to keep no. that as far away as possible keep it far away i don't even know thank you that's the loot system um honorable mentions we'll pick on like this one my first one is Wave Race. I forgot like the full name of it. Blue Storm like a, for the game. Yes, yes. Fantastic game. Remake that. Add a multiplayer. You're set. Another one I will want is Sonic Riders. I love that game. The first oh one, my Sonic God. Riders, is so great. I love Sonic Riders, bro. I thought the, I was the only person for the first in the fucking game. Universe. I, I didn't love care that for game. Zero Gravity, I but like the first game. one is fire, I like man. 
I didn't care for the zero like gravity segment. It's good, but I didn't care for the zero gravity part. So that's why I'm saying the first one. It's hard. Like that game is very hard to pick up and play. Like control wise, it's so weird and unorthodox. But I felt like it was over hated. Yeah, yeah. I played. Me and my nephew played the shit out of that game. I there was a that came out at a time when bad games weren't bad games. Like they weren't critically bad games. They were just. You might have thought that, but it wasn't posted all over online. Mm-hmm. So I didn't care. <laughs> yeah, um, same. I love that. I game. didn't give a fuck. Bro, I played the shit out of it. Uh, so I think honorable mention, I would say one game I really want to see remade, but I don't think it'll ever happen, is State of Decay 1. Uh, it's just a zombie survival game, but it came out right around when the original xbox was launching but it also came out on 360 and they're like super it's like animal crossing but for zombies and your survivors perma have permadeath and you just like take care of a community and the story's really good in the first game and it's also a super involving game because i think the first one it does track real time whereas the second one it doesn't so like days actually pass when you don't play um so that it definitely has like a big effect and i I just love that game but it it looks like shit and it plays like a 12 year old game yeah um so that's my honorable mention but a game that i've i've wanted a modern version of this game since i was a kid bro nba street 2 yeah if they ever remake those games bro it would change my life (laughs) I spent so much time on NBA Street as a kid. I don't understand how they haven't like even considered it because those games they captured what sports games just never did for me. Like playing Madden, like all the all the sports sim games are complete bullshit. They're not real simulators. They're just they're just number calculators. NBA Street doesn't try to sim, bro. It just lets have fun. And they make up characters and you can also play as like, I think you could play as like Snoop Dogg and shit like that too. I can't remember. Maybe I'm getting it mixed up with 2K. But yeah, if you guys remember NBA Street 2, legendary game, legendary game. EA Sports Big has, and I hate that they're no longer like an entity in and of itself, but what they were able to come up with, like... Like you said, NBA Street, NFL Street, the SSX series. Like, bro, Mario, Luigi, and Peach were guest characters on the GameCube versions of V3 and yeah. SSX on tour. That was electric, by the we'll way. We'll never see some shit like that again. Yeah, it was a an era of gaming where games were just meant to be fun and they weren't meant to exploit your time. And, your and they money. were complete on launch. They were complete, yeah. but there was also passion behind a lot of like almost every game was a fucking risk back then developers weren't just shitting shit out because because it was profitable yeah. to put shit out there it was a risk to make a video game back then so you had to make it good now i'm playing spider Egg, bro like there doesn't have to be a lot of effort <laughs> put into games anymore wow well that was the time of that's uh, a bad example because yeah, but also like the games that would come out, the games that would come out on GameCube uh, during that time, like a lot of developers experimented because like GameCube was an experimental console. 
if we're thinking Metroid Prime, if we're thinking uh, Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles, if we're thinking Resident Evil 4, like all those games came out on GameCube at launch, right? And they were completely different steps away from the games that we've gotten in those series prior. And like, just like you said, every game was experimental, uh, but they did it because like they wanted to see what would work. They wanted to see what the fans would enjoy, not just because fans would pour money into their fucking cash cow video games, where now we have Halo Infinites, we have Call of Duty Advanced Extreme fucking Call of Warfare bullshit, like whatever the fuck it is, just all kinds of shit. And yeah, you might be able to say, like, you know, Capcom is milking Resident Evil, but they're putting passion into the remix. They're changing enough shit. Uh, Final Fantasy is constantly evolving with each iteration, still with 16. I mean, we'll see what happens um, with that. Uh, there are tons of other games where, yeah, we can talk about indie developers now. Where back then, indie developers were the guys that were on Newgrounds.com. They were on fucking E-Bombs World putting fucking animations out. Like, they weren't even developing video games back then. Now everyone's fucking making video games. We have Game Pass. We have fucking games that are being sponsored on the PSN. Uh, not as much with Nintendo nowadays, but uh, you know now it's just become it's become so much of a business now that we don't see the experimentation uh, as much as we did with the AAA publishers back then, and that's a real shame. Um, yeah, the market is just so oversaturated that. Like you don't even get the chance as a developer to do something you want because it's more profitable just to do what everyone already likes. Most people aren't going to go click on that super specific indie game. They're going to go find the next battle royale that, you know, is going to just hit that, hit that dopamine that they need, you know? Yeah. It's still, it's a different time. Though. Hey, there's a reason that we haven't seen a good Mario sports game and God knows how many fucking years, like eight years. This is we've seen shame. we've seen Mario Golf, which was dog shit. At, I mean, it wasn't dog shit, but like in terms of what was provided at launch, was such oh, bare bone shit. And then Strikers, we have we don't even need to fucking discuss that. But <laughs> Ever back again, then, we had Mario Baseball, we had Mario Tennis, we had Mario versus Sonic at the Olympics. Like we had shit like that that was coming out. Now that the third game, the latter game was a little bit later, but still they were kind of on that ride of like, all right, we can put Mario on a sports game, but actually have fun with it and put our fucking uh, our actual time we go to into it, and people are gonna like it because it's actually different from all the other shit, and there's more things that are in the game. It's complete at launch, but we don't get that. First person versus third person perspective. Is there a game that you'd want the perspective to be different? Meaning a first person shooter that you think would work better as a third person or a third person adventure game, or even a shooter that would work better in the first person perspective. I'll start this. Um, so this is more recent, actually very recent. I think that Atomic Heart would have done a lot better as a third person shooter. Um, the first person mechanics can work sometimes in that game. Now, granted, I haven't finished the game, but from what I've played, there it relies heavily on melee combat. Um, and there are some times where, yes, the, the gun mechanics work, but it's not as enjoyable as you'd like. Uh, you'd also like some of the things that happen, whether it's enemies or even the vending machine that's super sexual and like wants to bang you all the time. You'd want to see the interaction happening in third person. You'd want to see the interaction because you barely see your person. Again, from what I've seen, you barely seen the person that you're playing. 
ever. You see him early in the game uh, after the introduction. You see him waking up. But from what I've seen, you don't see him at past that point. I've played it more. You you do see him. You see him a few times. But still, you don't grow attached to that character because you don't see what he looks like. The way that they want you to become attached to that character. Um, they want you to become attached to the world as well. And that could be just as what just as uh, successfully achieved in the third person perspective. I personally think that as much as a Bioshock field as they were going for, it doesn't really work. Um, and I think they could have been a little bit more experimental uh, with going in the third person, or at least having an option. Maybe it'll come out later. Uh, but that's 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 my take for this for this discussion. Uh, I have two so. Uh, first person game I think would do better in third person is Cyberpunk. I think it would do a lot better with that. One hundred percent. Uh, third person game that I think would do better in first person is the Division. Okay. I think the because what the Division is, I think I can't take it seriously enough because of what it is. At first, when I played Division One, yeah, I did, but then it got all repetitive, and it's not as fun. I think the fun factor would be more engaging if it was in first person. I don't know. I liked that it was third person when I played uh, Division One and Division Two. Like, I, I think at that time, because there was so many FP games, I enjoyed it more. Because it came out right when, like, the, the market was super oversaturated with, like, Overwatch, Call of Duty, a new Halo. Uh, there was, like, Apex coming out of time. Like, every game was FPS. Would you say that now, though? I mean, back then, yeah, but what about now? If they made another, or if it, like, that kind of game dropped now, I'd probably be more into it if it was first person, but I liked it for the time, like the first division when it dropped. Right, okay. Uh, I am going to say Cyberpunk because for some of the same reasons that you were saying, Adam, um, I would find myself, like, literally riding around on the motorcycle all the time just so i could see my character and see their outfit and see what the fuck they look like because i would forget like oh yeah i'm a female v oh yeah i i i have a fly ass outfit on oh yeah i should probably be interested in what my character fucking looks like sometimes got especially in a world like cyberpunk so that was quite upsetting that 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 was an oversight but that that's it um so adam like you said i feel like games that deal specifically with melee combat are always better in third person like something like a dishonored i feel like dishonored would be far better if it was fully third person right um as far as a third person game like i would love to see like a first person Fortnite, like a no build but i mean they could honestly they could probably do it it's probably already in the in the mix my thing is i feel like a lot of games could benefit from just having both like you know how grand theft auto 5 you can uh there was an update that allowed you to um play in first person or i think it's uh the ones that came out on ps4 and xbox one allowed you to play in first person and in third person and being able to switch between something like that it, it almost feels like a completely different game um and it just gives you it gives you the opportunity to more immerse yourself in the world in certain spots and the fact that you can just switch between whenever you like is 
you know, I feel like that's imperative to that gaming experience. But again, not everybody has rock star money, so not everybody can do that. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else that would work. Um, this is kind of actually no, yeah, that that that's pretty much it for me. I feel like Dishonored should be completely third person. Um, and maybe like a Mirror's Edge too. But Adam, I, I thought about that. that. So. I thought about that, but I think Mirror's Edge works very well being first person. The first game does. The second game, I think I would have I would have liked more in third person. Um, I actually had this thought. Uh, oh, not that Outer long ago. Worlds. Sorry, What'd you say? Outer Worlds and like Fallout. I wish those were third person games. I'd be able to get into them more. You can play Fallout in third person though. Can you? Oh yeah, oh. all of them. Oh, I didn't know. Um, yeah, this is just like a click toggle. Um, I actually had this thought while I was playing the D four beta. Uh, I was like, "This game is fucking beautiful. I wish I could zoom in." <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> "I don't want Diablo specifically to be first person because it would be so." First of all, it's a PC first game, so. It'd be so against the core of what that game is, but I desperately want like a a party like dun uh, what's it called Dungeons and Dragons based first person shooter like like you go through with, like three of your other buddies and you all have classes and you, it's in first person so like I'm I'm a barbarian I'm in first person my friend's a sorceress he has a staff in first person like that sounds really cool. I want something like that. I'm sure it's out there somewhere, but just maybe not too mainstream and I don't know about it uh maybe the the warhammer games maybe um but yeah something like that and then for a first person game being third person i have wanted since i was little for a halo third person game bro not even just like a cover based but just a third person mode like when i was playing halo infinite this campaign I was so desperately just wanting to see Master Chief zip around on the fucking grappling hook in third person, bro. Every time you could go in third person, I was loving it with the, uh, I forget what they called the minigun, but the rocket launchers, the miniguns, the warthogs, all that stuff, you can see him. But outside of that, just like Cyberpunk, you can't. And I feel like it's such a disservice to your game to have such a beautiful world, such a beautiful player model, and then not give the player the chance to look at it, man. Or even a photo mode. Like, I don't know. That So, yeah, Halo would be really cool. And then a Diablo-like in, in first person would be phenomenal, I think. I think, I think, think, I think the Borderlands, that Borderlands one that was like a... You know that... What is it called? T there's wonderland that borderlands game that is like yeah. they use magic and shit think yeah. of something like that but way more fantasy themed like no guns at all just straight swords and in magic like i would love it i would absolutely love it one game i guess because everyone kind of gave either a first person or they gave both the first person and a third person um one game that i actually think i would have liked more if it was first person uh, why am I blinking? Sunset Overdrive. No, 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 no. Gears. No. I always wanted to play a first-person Gears, but it's too much cover. Oh, to do it. What is happening right now? I literally had it in my head. Uh, Skate. Think. 
think Shadow of Mordor with fucking Titanfall with Shepard. Oh, Mass Effect. Mass Effect. Why the fuck couldn't I think about it? Anyway, mm. I kind of wish that at least the first Mass Effect was first person. Now, at that time, it would, if it was released, it kind of would have just been like probably a Halo clone or a Halo killer or something like that. But if they didn't try to go that route and they kept the same uh, dialogue trees, the same RPG mechanics, uh, that might have been like the first, um, one of the first iterations of the, like, a, like a common like loot shooter type of game. But at that time, it would have been groundbreaking, not as convoluted as they are nowadays. Um, but... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I, I didn't think that was going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Mass Effect 1, don't, first person. Don't draw shooter. attention to it. <laughs> it's already done. All right, boys. <laughs> it's time to get to the last topic of the show. We're All right. running up on our time. Our swan song. We are going to talk about the death of E3. Oh man! Hold on, hold on. Can I, can I, can I lead? Can I lead into it? Sure. After pull out, after pull out, after pull out, the Electronic Entertainment Expo has been canceled. There, this, this is like monumental. Like this was going to be the first in per- Like I'm sure they had so much good shit lined up. It was going to be the first in person E3 since 2019. Right. Yes. Yes. Like, this is sad. This is really disappointing. And I'm just wondering, like, how do you guys feel about this just in general and what it means for the future of gaming conferences? Because this is like this was the one. This was the apex. This was the Super Bowl of game announcements or whatever you want to call it. Uh, Michael, you look like you better say some bullshit. Go ahead. I gotta be honest, bro. I don't care. Okay. Here's the thing. Well, point All right, well, Let me cool. fucking make a point if you're gonna call me out. Uh, out your face said it all. Every fucking re- game, hey, every major fucking ready to just be, be, publisher be. and game company, every single major game company now has their own E3 every month or every week. They do directs. They do. They have a Ubisoft publisher announcement. They have a Sony publisher announcement. They have Nintendo directs. They have Xbox directs. They probably have PC directs at this point. Do we really give a fuck? Yes. You guys yes. weren't going to go fly out there and go, ooh, at BlizzCon. No, you're fucking sitting in your house watching the YouTube reactions and trailers you're gonna do it regardless unless you're one of the people that was actually going out there to e3 to test the games to fucking watch the live announcements i don't see why you would be sitting here like man this is the end like this is it bro they still do e3 it's just spread out now it's just okay, set between no, because eight yeah, hey, Michael, maybe if we got big enough one at a time one at a time maybe if Chris. we got big enough we could all fly out and go and go fucking see it and have a live reaction coverage of that bitch. But no, it's gone. It's dead. It's deceased. Listen, it's, it's not about the in-person thing. Like whether it's in person or not, I don't care. Like the fact that E3 is like canceled, like there's no schedule where game companies are all trying to like show off big news around the same time. Now it's just all scattered out. 
which kind of like desaturates because i like when it's like all right i can look forward to like a big game announced like big game announced like all right where are games come out this year's like what are consoles going to be coming out this year i like seeing all it was nice to see all that during a pacific time period but now it's a competition we won't get that. yeah we're not going to get like, that who anymore wins e3 right it, it, right but then okay so michael let me ask you this do you think that e3 dying and yes i want to commend jeff Keeley for trying to keep up with the summer games uh event and, and stuff like that where there are still going to be some conferences but it's not e3 it's not e3 so what i mean by that is do you think that e3 dying where there's a, like a three or four day just event where people can go and if they have like have had lifelong dreams of visiting this conference that's been going on for 20 plus years that they've been watching since we were kids just like we were and at some point wanted to fly out to LA, go to E3, uh, just like the, how's it, how there's a Comic-Con. What if Comic-Con died? What if Marvel and then DC and all these other uh, comic book uh, companies had their own little things, right? That would divulge the, the community of comic book readers. The way that E3 is dying makes us sad, makes us upset because there's no central conference that all of these huge developers, all these huge publishers can come together and be like, all right, we're all part of the same community. Now, everything's so divided, even more so than when we were coming up, where it was like, oh, you like Nintendo? Fucking die, but also I'll see you at E3. Now there's nothing like that. Now, yeah, we can all watch it from home, but there are people that are only going to go to fucking PlayStation conferences. And sure, at that time, if they're going to E3, they're like, I'm only going to go to the PlayStation video. I'm going to only go to the publishers for PlayStation, for Sony. And then then I'm going to go do something else. But I'm not going to Xbox. I'm not going to Microsoft. I'm not going to Nintendo. Now they don't even have the option. Now, for some people, yeah, sure. Congratulations. You win. But does that? do you really think that this is beneficial for the gaming community as a whole? No. No, I don't think it's beneficial. But I also... I would say i felt the way you feel i guess like in 2020 when they stopped doing it immediately <laughs> i've grieved bro i'm over it e3 has been dead since covid started like it's not news that e3 is dead like e3 has been a joke since 2019 and not once have i been excited for a game like a big gaming event announcement thing since then since whenever the last big one was but, so but yes then, i agree yeah if comic-con came out and was like we're not doing it anymore because marvel and dc and all these other brands are starting to do their own thing yeah that's that's pretty fucked uh that's what ruins a market low-key but at the same time like dude i don't know what people were expecting i don't know what anyone was expecting nintendo nintendo wasn't gonna show shit at e3 xbox isn't gonna show shit at three e3 ps4 wasn't gonna show shit at e3 and then we were like well assassin creed might still uh," and then they pull out and you're like well shit now e3's well fuck man e3's gone like bro it was gone it's been gone it's been gone for fucking four years i i'm not gonna sit here and like mope and cry about it because i'm still getting the announcements this year i'm still getting all the game game announcements it'll just be a few months spread out and you know what yes i won't have one week of being excited i will be i won't have one day of being excited i will be excited all year because all year long i'm gonna be getting cool game announcements from 
several different companies that I enjoy. So yeah, I think it's better for the market of the game companies themselves, just them. Like they benefit because they don't have competition. So they don't they don't have to come through E3 with like one banger. They can they can drop five bangers in their own direct. And now we get that all year long. I don't see how it's that big of a problem. Because let me let me have my moment for a second. Let, let, let me let me speak to the young lad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let, let this zoomer know. Let, let, him, know. let him teach real quick. No, like, not speaking from... Micah, so. you were not there. For the good old days. Listen, listen, listen. Oh in, god. In 2008, in the good old motherfucking days, when E3 was the only goddamn place for us to have the Super Bowl of video games, for us to have the the culmination of everybody, everybody in one goddamn roof, and and, and everybody in the goddamn nation watching. Like we we all had we all had to go there. Uh, obviously, it is not like that anymore. Obviously, we don't have to go there at that specific time to see that specific thing. But that the excitement of it all, what it was, it was a whole fucking thing. It was a fucking thing, and I was just fucking gone. Chris, you're missing my point. Agreed. I was I was there when Final Fantasy Semi got announced, and I watched the reactions on. YouTube. I was hype. I was the kid that was hype. Here's what you're not getting from my point. We are so far past those times. You're making a point as if like, like we're still living in fucking Stone Age, bro. We live in a time where that shit is readily acts. You can get all the trailers the minute they drop. You think I was sitting on every it's direct not, not waiting for the, the Smash character announcement? I was announced it on Twitter. I was watching it on Twitter. I don't. I don't think it's necessary anymore. And definitely in this post-COVID era, every business is moving different. If you didn't expect these game companies to move different, you're fucking tripping. I'm sorry. It, things adapt with time. We have to adapt to the new ages. These companies want their own E3. Give it to them. Let them do it. They don't want to be part of E3. But even, if your okay, ass wants so, to go watch Indie Developer Direct, go ahead. Even, even prior <laughs> I mean, to COVID... Now, yes, COVID is an unfortunate circumstance for literally the entire human race, right? Every, just like you said, businesses have been moving differently. Game companies have been moving differently. But even before COVID, these fucking Xbox, um, uh, PlayStation, and or just more specifically, I guess, Microsoft, Sony, and Nintendo, the big three, they started branching away from E3 prior to COVID. Why do we think that is? Because they wanted to isolate their own market. Now, is that good business practice? Sure, I guess if you want to, if you want to make sure that you are getting your markets specifically attached to your products to your presentation. But why, why can't we have that? But then also have this big event during the summer when most people have a little bit more free time, whether they're completely off from work or. They have a few more breaks in there because they're taking vacations and stuff, right? If we have this big culmination of all these people that are all meeting together, why can't we bring that back after COVID? I think that E3 should still be a thing. I, I, I don't necessarily think E3 shouldn't be a thing, but am I going to be sad that it's gone? Not really. 
because the answer to your question, Adam, why do they do it? Why can't we have it? It's the same answer we had for why developers now make the games they do now. It's just not profitable. It's not profitable to put my fucking Halo Infinite against God of War 3. It isn't profitable. It's better for me to do my own live stream, promote my games to my catered audience, and let them get hype in their little echo sphere. It's not it's not profitable for them. And so, yes, I don't think it's desirable. I don't think I want no E3, but I'm not sad it's gone because it's not like they're like, well, now we're not going to announce games. No, they, they're still announcing games and they're probably still going to announce them during the summer, but they're just not going to be all in one sitting and you're not going to have a crowd of people right there freaking out, which, yes, that part will be missed. I'll always miss that. And I think Nintendo still does like their own smaller interaction with the crowd when they do their directs. They so do it at that, the, um, you can still have thing. that. You can still have that stuff, but it's just not going to be E3. And I think E3's, I don't think this year's E3 was going to be good anyways. So I think E3 has been a joke for so many years now. It was bound to happen. And I don't think it will be missed by me. Uh, and I'm not I'm not complaining that it's gone. My biggest takeaway from this uh, is that I mean, and I, I'm sure I'm speaking for pretty much everyone else here is that I'm just sad to see it go. Now, I think that there's room to evolve. Sure. Um, but it, it, it's just sad to see it go because it feels like in a sense that this is the culmination of the lack of fun competition within the industry it's become so like volatile and just like so malevolent with the, the, the competition where these, these people that sit in these boardrooms at the top of these companies, all they want to do is make more money. And in doing so uh, in, in spite of these other companies, instead of everyone wanting to be like, Oh man, Xbox got us on this. Let's try to adapt and like good on them, but let's try to adapt. Now it's like it's a culture thing that we're losing. Yeah, it's it's part of the culture as well. Where like we don't have at this point, we don't have the Comic Con. Now we have the we have the Game Awards and we have the Summer Game Fest that Jeff Keighley's trying to to get going and whatnot. And all these other companies, like they all have their individual showcases. But now it's not all central centralized around the one time of the year where it's like, oh my god, I'm going to see. The top games coming out for Xbox, top games coming out for PlayStation, top games coming out for Nintendo, all in one place. Now it's like, oh, let me wait for the seventh fucking Nintendo Direct this year to see what kind of update they have for Pokemon Shield and Sword after fucking four years of it coming out. Like, okay, that's great. Can't wait. Like, I agree. And competition. I I just think you guys are are looking with rose colored glasses at the idea of E3 because E3 hasn't been good for a long time. Like even when E3 was still happening in person and they were doing the announcements, they weren't great the past few years. Yeah, yeah. it it hasn't been since like 2015. Correct. It hasn't been since like 2015 since we got a good one. This is the culmination of that. And it's sad to finally see that come to fruition. That's that's the hard part of accepting it. We all knew that E3 was a joke coming in like into this year before a few years ago. We all knew that. And then when it happened during COVID, it was like, oh man, okay. Maybe they'll maybe they'll bounce back. Now 
I don't know if E3's, none of us know if E3's coming back after this. It probably won't, it, bro. Like, why, highly how can you? Exactly. So, like, what can you provide that these these companies just can't do in their own individual like streams? Yeah, yeah. I don't know, but hey, I've said I've said what I needed to say. Uh, you guys can have any closing remarks, and then we'll wrap up the show. Like I said, like the in person thing for like E three, I can go without. It's just like without like a a specific like time frame. It doesn't even have to be within four days. It'd be like a month, right? But there's no guarantee that can happen. Like you know. Maybe there'll be like maybe placed or yeah, PlayStation will like have like their state of play in June. Maybe Xbox will have something like you know in July or something, but it's not going to be all like in a centralized time and it's not as exciting. Yeah, like I see, I'll get like a tweet be like, oh hey, like you know, we have something else coming up. But I was like, all right, well, what games are going to come out? Unless I already know a game that I want is coming out, then I'll be excited for that, you know, that live stream. Other than that, it's just not as exciting. I just feel like we've lost so much of like the couch gaming culture just in terms of like and and bear with me right we we've lost so much of like split screen gaming and a, a lot of the in-house like fun that Nintendo still tries to provide but a lot of other companies have kind of just gone away from I literally remember like calling chris and being like hey like e3's coming up about to go to your house we're gonna watch like we're gonna sit and watch the conference we're gonna like we're gonna sit and be excited together and it's like it's just not the same when it's like oh well this nintendo direct is happening at 10 a.m so you know watch it whenever you get the chance and obviously i mean we're old we have jobs we have shit to do but at the same time, it's like a whole generation is now going to grow up without that. Now, sure, there are going to be people who think like Mike and say, bro, fuck this. If I don't have to wait till June to get my announcements, why should I? If, if I can be excited all month, why do I have to wait till, till this one conference? But like, again, the competition factor, it was, it was people brought their best shit to E3 because this was your one moment to, to blow everyone away all eyes were on it at the same time whether you are a nintendo fan or not everybody was going to be there to see what nintendo had what sony had to offer what microsoft had to offer that's lost now so now like you said it's going to be echo chambers of people sucking the dick of whatever company they're watching we like i miss like we're not we're not gonna have <laughs> that competition shit anymore and that that was so important like and yet console loyalty is dead as you know in and of itself like we we all have multiple systems but i don't know man it's just it's just a feeling it was a it, it was something to look forward to and now everything is just hey whenever whenever we get the chance whenever we feel like showing you what we have we'll show you the further the gaming industry goes we're going to lose that couch co-op idea and this is just companies adapting to the new times, bro. People want to hop on a stream and watch the chat freak out rather than a crowd. That's the age that we live in. They want to watch the PS4 direct and see everyone freak out about the next Ghost of Tsushima or next Death Stranding and see the chat light up with emojis and all that. Like that's the hype now. That's what we that's the age that we live in. And it might be hard to accept that because we are getting older and we just remember the times of like it being different but i think this is the companies adapting with the times i think it's them catering to their markets and 
if the new kids just don't ever remember E3, it is what it is, man. Like, we'll still get the great games. That's all I care about. That's true. All fair points, gentlemen. All fair points. If you guys are listening or watching or both, and you guys disagree or agree or have some additional statements to make that we did not touch on, feel free to make those in the comments. Uh, we also have a Discord. You can find that in the link tree. We are everywhere. That is all in the link tree. We're on Twitch, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, all the above. Make sure you guys check out Micah's content, Mikey OQ on YouTube. He's also on Twitch as well and Twitter and Instagram. Um, I just hit a million views on YouTube, by the way. Baller. Yes. Applause all Real around. Shit, man. Applause all around. Well done. Love to see that. We, uh, we're very appreciative appreciative of all the uh, the viewership, the listenership, all the support. Uh, we're nowhere near where we intend to be by the end of the year. And when we're done with this project, who knows when we will be, uh, but it is ongoing. Uh, we just want to provide as much humor uh, and genuine discussion and discourse on video games as we can, because we know the market's saturated, uh, but if at any point you guys tune in, um, we do greatly appreciate it. So make sure you check out all the links in the link tree. Check out all of Micah's stuff. He's in our featured channels on our YouTube. Uh, so again, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, but we got to close out the show. We got to get off the game. We got to log off because our parents are yelling at us. <laughs> we love you. Thank you. And goodbye. See ya. Deuces. Mom, I can't pause the game. It's online. No, I've used that line so many times. <laughs>